Hello everybody, I am Lucia Matuonto and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin. Today, on the RV, we are traveling to South Africa and talking to Shuminis Davis. Shuminis is a digital marketer, a philanthropist, the founder of Kingdom Writers Explorer and book author. So, dear Shuminis, thank you very much for being here. Thank you, Lucia, for inviting me to your podcast. I am Shmanesius and I'm from Cape Town, South Africa, and I'm looking forward to this podcast. Thank you. Yeah, it's my pleasure. So, Shmanes, I've never been to Cape Town or I mean South Africa, but hopefully we'll get to visit one day. <laughs> I always hear how similar it looks to my hometown, which is Rio de Janeiro in Brazil. So what is your favorite part of being South African? Uh, my favorite part of being South African would be our ocean, the beaches, the beautiful mountains, like Table Mountain is one of our most famous um, mountains you will find in Cape Town. And then you will also get Kilimanjaro. I haven't been there, but I would love to go and climb that mountain one day. And then you get the Drakensberg um, mountains. But we have so much beautiful trails, trails that you can walk on and just to explore and meditate. Then we also have Greenpoint Park, mm-hmm. which is, they've, they've inverted it as like an urban urban park where you can, you can walk around, you can jog. You can have your morning coffee, you can have breakfast, you can have a late supper even there in the garden. You can have events, parties. But what I love about it is this free free gym available for those who don't want to go inside of a gym and enjoy the, the open air like the nature and go run, do whatever you want to do there. So it's quite beautiful what I've discovered in the last month was they also have a labyrinth, a spiritual labyrinth where you where you can actually walk there and just meditate and find your inner peace. So I've been enjoying exploring Cape Town like it's a brand new place. So if you are in Cape Town, please come to, to the yeah. spot. Sure, Cape Town is on my bucket list. So, Shimonis, please tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Um, about myself, I've written my, my, my book, Redeeming Soul, which is basically my autobiography and also my memoir. The reason of this book was to, to share my story with other people, especially with women that has gone through abuse, that has gone through rejection, especially if you you were raised in a single parent household and you, you're starting to, to learn about who you are after you've been through all these things in your life. So I'm speaking about the struggles that I've been through, where I've come from and where I'm going. 
cruise, it's a good way to have a timeline of how to, to help the next person because whatever you go through can help the next person. My story might be for me, but who say that that story cannot be someone else's story as well? And that person might not know how to get over the pain, how to empower myself and empower women, especially young girls and young boys, because when we are trapped into a lifestyle, we don't know anything better than that. If you used to abuse, you 100% of the time you are going to end up in an abusive relationship if your parents never showed you anything else, anything different. And if you haven't seen anything different in your upbringing, that is the path you're going to follow. And the moment I've been into that relationship and, 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 and being inflicted with all those pain, I took it upon myself. I've, I've, I've basically felt that I was worthless, that I wasn't enough for anyone else, that I believed that I deserved to be treated that way. But it was only until I came out of it and I went through the counseling and my church that I belonged to really helped me to find out who I am, to, to know that I deserve better than what I allowed myself to have. Because I grew up as an only child. I, I didn't have my, my dad in my life growing up. So I only knew my mom's side of the family. And that was all I knew my entire life. <laughs> and as I grew up, I would, I would meet people and they would say they related to me, but then I don't know who they are because I've never known who they are because they're from my father's side. So it's, it's, been, it's been quite a, a journey for me to, to come to acceptance of who I am as a woman and who I want to show the world who I am, that I am a woman who's building herself up through the grace of God and, and the love that only he could have bestowed upon my life. Mm -hmm. So that is basically my story from the beginning. It goes more deeper the more you, you read the book and, and, and understand it for yourself as well. So your book is a nonfiction? It's a nonfiction book, yes. It's basically a, a Christian, um, Christian self-help book. And Redeeming Soul is your first book or you wrote some other books before Redeeming Soul was my third book, and I have written previous books before. I've written um, two publications, which is both poetry, uh, it's Music of Wandering Passions, mm -hmm. and then the second one was No Greater Love Than This. That's amazing. And you told me also that you are the founder of Kingdom Writers Explorer. Can you tell us what its mission is? The, 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 the mission of Kingdom Writers Explorer was to help writers out there who are struggling to get known, that doesn't know how to, to get the, the proper service that they want, like being self-published, or they just need guidance with their, writing, with their writing work. So when I started Kingdom Writers Explorer, it was basically what I took as, a, as, as my own knowledge 
over the, the 10 years that I've been in the industry as a writer, from struggling, from getting help from different organizations like publications, the, your traditional publications. I mean, they don't just open the door if you are known to the world. So basically they will only go for the celebrity writers that, that, of, that has been an actor or has been out there many years. But then I thought to myself, I want to give my people in South Africa, in Cape Town, I want to give them an opportunity to work with them through the publishing um, process where I took, where I parted with my, um, my publisher, Creative Essay from George, where, where I basically brought in these writers to her. She published the books and I will guide the, the whole process with the whole administration part of the book. Mm. I'll, I'll even I'll even editing and everything and I help them up until they get the book launched. So I will give them all the guidance that no one has given me but as that I, I have actually learned over the years what to do because it takes hard work to actually publish a book. It's not just I'm writing my book and there I go. I become the next best-selling author. I'm still praying that I will become one day the best-selling author of South Africa. So, and and with, with that said, that's one part of, of Kingdom Writers Explorer. Then Kingdom Writers Explorer also put another part in where it's digital marketing, where I'm also trying to get writers on board and help them to promote their books out there, get them onto radio stations, get them into newspapers, because that is the only way that people is going to know who you are to get your name out there. Because I've, I've personally had to big radio stations or newspapers. I would send out different types of emails just for them to notice, look, here I am. I have a story to share. And, and it was amazing. In 2015, I received three writers through a newspaper article that actually mm -hmm. came on board with Kingdom Writers Explorer. And they are today published authors and through that when I started Kingdom Writers School it also opened the door for motivational speaking for me as a public speaker which I never ever thought I will be speaking about my writing to mm -hmm. schools in schools and in universities so I, it's, it's been a great great honor for me to to have all these things and use my own personal experiences and give it to other people, share it with other people. Oh, that's fabulous. We, we absolutely need these services. It's so important for an author to have a space where we can publish our books and let people know about them. And Shiminis, you are such a creative person and do so many things, actually amazing things. <laughs> How do, you, how do you channel your creativity? That is a very good question that you've asked. Um, basically, when I when I, I do, I have my day-to-day my my -day job. I give that which is my main priority. So I have that time. That is my eight hours that I put into my, my work because I'm, I'm basically daily creating. Then I get my portion of my ministry. My writing is basically my ministry. We have to give to that as well because I'm creating content there also. And while I'm also 
creating that, that I will do from the evening time. So I will have from, I will have six, so from 6 p.m. till 8 p.m. I will just focus on, on creating new things for Kingdom Writers Explorer. And if these incoming emails of projects that I'm current, currently working with, then I have to dedicate time for that because right now Kingdom Writers Explorer, we are busy working on a, on a, a documentary called The Why Project that I'm busy collecting different um, videos from different people across the world to be part of this one global Why Project. So that one is quite massive. Mm-hmm. So I'm, uh, it's basically, that's going to take me about four months to complete the entire thing. So now I'm basically working on editing the whole um, video as well. Wow, so many things. Uh, us women have always had to wear so many hats and are the queens of multitasking. I read that you are a stewardess in your community. What does that mean? A stewardess is basically what I, that for me basically is like the pilgrimages, the, 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 the outreach programs that I've, I've connected with other pilgrimages and I would go on to these pilgrimages. It's about just sharing the love of God with whoever comes in, into your sphere, whether it's elderly people, young people, it's a variety of people that you meet on these pilgrimages and just to steer, just become like a voice within your community of positivity because many of our communities, there's so much negativity, negative things happening, like, I mean, abuse, gang violence, mm-hmm. I mean, gender equality, we, so many young girls has disappeared young girls who has died because of all these things that are happening in our communities. And, you know, then there's always just one voice. I hope there's more than just myself in these communities that wants to make a better life for our future children, for the next generation. Because if we are not going to build better things or put in place positive things, then what is the children going to look forward to mm-hmm. if all they're going to have is violence? I mean, we look at the world now. I mean, sometimes I wonder, having a child in this current economic state, in this world, mm-hmm. but you, it's scary. Because, I mean, when, when I was a child, there, wasn't, there was always those things, but it wasn't so visible to the eye. Mm-hmm. And uh, it requires courage to do all these things you are doing for your community. And this is so beautiful, Shubhanis. You are such a strong woman. And it reminds me of this quote from Nakia. Nakia Homer, she says, behind every strong woman, is a story that gave her no other choice. And how do you relate to this quote? Oh, that is actually true. Because every person has a story because we won't just be who we are if there wasn't something that happened in, in your past. Because your past is basically your history. 
and your history, if you, if you, if you cut it up, your history is his story. Mm -hmm. I remember reading a quote um, a couple of months ago that said, everything that happens in your life, your history, as part of his story, mean it's the story that God has allowed you to have for you to become the person that you are. So that whatever you've been through in your, in your journey of, of life, once you come in connection with other people who are struggling with something that you have already overcame, you can help that person. Mm. And that's why I love that quote. I, I've, I've heard so many times that quote, and it just I just love it so much because I know that no matter who we are, whether you are a writer or you're a non-writer, you have a story to tell. You don't have to go write a book about it. You can share it wherever you want to share it. I, I remember I was reading T.D. Jakes. He used to say, he used to go into his room or he would go onto a platform and there was no, no audience. And he said, I didn't care about who wasn't giving me a platform or who wasn't giving me the, ta the, the opportunity. He said, I had one audience and that was God himself. And that is what I've been doing. I've been sharing my, my message so many times and there was no audience because I know God is hearing that, that message and he will bring those people and connect me to the right people for them to hear the story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. And also you worked in the corporate world, yes? Yes. 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 Many years ago, yes. Yeah. And how, uh, like, how do you feel that word in relation to em women's empowerment? When, when I was working in the corporate world, I struggled a lot, especially amongst women, because I was always, I was always inflicted something mm -hmm. on, from, from the head, would always like, I was a very soft soft-spoken person and at that time was very fragile as well because mm. you're young you came out of college and you into the into this new atmosphere that you are at. and then that is where I also realized how women can also break each other down mm -hmm. they they won't help you they won't help building each other up but rather they'll be nasty and break you down and that's where Women of Empowerment, the newsletter that I brought out, I, I was so like the word Women of Empowerment was so strong within my spirit that, that I knew that this is a message that many people need, whether you woman, man, so many people need it because empowering women means equipping them mm -hmm. with the tools they need to have power and control over their own lives. So empowered women have to be independent, equal opportunities and the ability to make strategic, strategic choices in all areas of their lives. So that is where for me, Women of Empowerment has been a strong message to, to, to speak about and to love the way to empower others. So my life has to mirror my message that I'm speaking. So if I'm not gonna be a a person, a woman who's going to help another woman, then I'm basically not, how can you say, I'm not preaching the right word. I'm not, I'm not sending out the right message. So my life 
as to mirror what I'm going through, especially in the corporate world. And when I left the corporate world, I went directly into my passion, which was my creative side. And that is where I found more peace. I found myself. I found my strength in those times as well. In this book, Redeeming Soul, you have a main character. Can you tell us the main character name? The, the main character's name is Alex um, Jonas. The reason why I took the name Alex because it's a strong name. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's a woman that, that has overcame a lot of things in her life. And, and she knows where she wants to be. She's, she's aware of, 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 of her surroundings. She knows that the, the bad choices that she's made in the past and because of her choices created the new person who she is. And she goes through life. She went through life with her, with her struggles and her pain and her rejection and abandonment and the, abu- and the abuse of, of her partner was basically the key that brought her out of all those other struggles because when she overcame the abuse, she realized it was not just that person's abuse, but it was everything that 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 has gone through in her life. Like they always say, you must get to the root of the problem. Mm-hmm. So through the book, I'm basically expressing the root of her problem. There was a little girl within her that was crying. Mm-hmm. that needed the love that she didn't get. So that is basically where it stems from. Yes, she had, she had strong women around her growing up, but she didn't feel that strength within herself. It's a, it's a very in-depth book, but it's a book that can help so many women that, that have this little girl that has never received love or the little girl that, you're still hoping that someone will take note of her. If you had to describe Alex Jones in three words, what would those three words be? I would say inspired, inspirational woman. I would say empowered and gifted. Gifted. Yes. I believe it when you say gifted is because she was strong enough to leave her situation behind and follow her dreams? Yes, yes, I would say that she was, and also the gifts that God has given her, the gifts that she didn't know she had until she connected with God, mm-hmm. with the, with the spirit, spiritual side of her. God's gifted. I believe it's something like that. Mm-hmm. And what is the message you you hope to give all young girls today? Like girls who suffer bullying, abuse. If I could speak to, to young girls today, I would say their voice is very important. Mm-hmm. Because there's so many things in life that can shut you down. And, and I would like them to speak up when, they, when they're hurting. I want them to speak up when they're hurting. And when they feel that someone is, 
is not treating them right, they need to speak up. If they are being bullied at school or wherever, they need to speak up. They need to speak up so that they can be heard. Because if you're not going to speak up, then no one's going to know your pain. No one's going to know what what is going through your mind and, and your emotions. Because sometimes mental health problems can get so overwhelmed. Your emotions can get so overwhelmed that that gets out of control and you can't control it. Then that emotion is, is going to control you. So mm -hmm. I want them to just speak up whether if they want to, if they can speak to someone. I always say to, to many people, I'm, I'm open to people to come and speak to me mm -hmm. because I am emotionally strong now to handle whatever they are facing and I will walk with them on this journey. It's like they say, adopt a, adopt a sister or adopt a daughter, just so that someone can walk with you on this life path because none of us can do it on our own. Did you struggle with mental health problems during the time you were being abused? Um, I struggled with, with depression when I was very young. As a young, younger, in my teenage years, I struggled with, with, um, with depression. And I never spoke up about it. I never spoke up about it because I didn't know how to speak about it. I didn't know who to speak about it. Mm -hmm. But it was only until I, until I came to the church when, when I met my, 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 my mentor at that time, she was the one who truly helped me to become my own person. And, and through her, I actually spoke up about things that happened to me in my life. And, and she was able to tell me that it is good for me that I, that I, I have a way, I have an outlet of expressing because my writing, I was writing in journals. So I expressed myself in the journals, but I couldn't express myself to my parents or to fa family members, because I was a person, I was afraid to tell people what I was feeling. I was rather sitting with all those things within me. And it wasn't a good thing for me, myself, to have gone through that thing. But I'm also grateful that I went through it because I overcame it. Mm -hmm. That's, yeah. wow, that's not, it's not easy. And I've been having, many examples of people who are in war in the same or are in the same situation that you were they need a lot of support and some of them have no one to talk where can our listeners find you and your books they can find me through my instagram shimnis author davids mm -hmm. they can also find me on my Gmail account, shimnees.davids at gmail.com. They can also find me on Facebook on Kingdom Writers Explorer and also my personal Facebook page, which is Shimnees Davids. I'm also on Goodreads, Shimnees Davids. So they can contact me through all these places, these platforms, and I will contact them back if they want to purchase my book. So I really appreciate talking with you. Keep doing this beautiful work, helping people. Thank you, Lucia. 
if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening and remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time.